I press record, there's a plane in the air. Fucking up everything. Alrighty. Hello. How's everybody going out there? Welcome to the Jam Room Podcast. You're with me, Scott, as always. Hope you had a fucking fantastic weekend. Um, you should have. There was nothing going on this weekend. We're all completely out of lockdown. Take these moments. Treasure these moments. <laughs> just get out as much as you can. Um, I, I, I didn't go out at all this weekend. It's just, you know, what it is. I think we did our last episode. I checked in with you guys on Friday. I was uh, getting ready to go to my granddad's 80th birthday party, which was a whole bunch of fun, but it fucked up my Saturday. I was super hungover. Still dragged my ass through some work and just crashed pretty much the entire day. So didn't really get to have a fun Saturday night. Just sort of sat on the couch and uh, watched some movies and uh, recovered by uh, drinking more. Which is what they call it, the hair of the dog. But it's definitely a science of getting over a hangover. You know, you got to got to have your, your Panadol at the right time. you got to have your fluids up. And then you got to start drinking again. Before it gets too bad. But, you know, that's just what it is for me. You do your own thing. You do you out there. However, you get over a hangover. But, um, yeah, my Friday night was fun. Hanging out with the family. You know, celebrating an 80th birthday is always good. Because 80-year-olds, you know, if they're in a position to still party, they party fucking hard at 80, right? And uh, that seemed to be what was going on. Um, It was all hosted at my parents' house. And... uh you know, everyone's getting pretty sloppy drunk. There's some things said that were probably regrettable. There was some phone calls for apologies later on the next day. Nothing to do with me. Just other family members not being able to hold their drinks and shit like that. But, you know, it is what it is. I was to my, 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 my granddad and, you know, obviously I got him gifts and stuff for his for his birthday. But um, he mentioned how much of a fan of old school sort of um, my big band jazz and stuff he was. So it, it crossed my mind. I was like, holy shit. Pretend this isn't a present, this bottle of Hennessy, and I'm going to take you out to the jazz cellar in, in Perth. Because um, as far as I'm concerned, everybody in Perth should know about the jazz cellar and at least been there once. If you're from Perth, what do you think of the jazz cellar? Let me describe this place. <laughs> it's a little basement in like an industrial area. So it's kind of not on a nice strip of cool cafes and all that sort of trendy bullshit it's literally in an industrial area there is a nice old school red phone booth that is the entrance way to go down the stairs into this little dark dinky awesome little jazz cellar you know there's no bar there it's byo food byo anything you want you know come as you are no one's gonna ask questions and we have this great little jazz band that plays there every friday night I've been going there for fucking years. I think I was there the first time when I was like 17 or 18 years old. Same band playing. The couple of members have died because these guys are ancient. So, you know, there is a uh, there is a shot clock timer on going to see the performance at the Jazz Cellar. I hope this doesn't promote it too much because I'm looking to get tickets in the next few weeks to take my granddad out for his 80th. And um, I don't want it to be booked out. I'm going to get in early, but, um, you know... Wait a little while and get tickets yourself, guys. It's like 30 bucks a head or something like that. You have to pay cash. You, like it's, it's old school as fuck. And, you know, the guys in the band, it's, it's, you know, big horn section, upright bass, great drummer, all that sort of stuff. It's just a, a unique experience. 
it's not like one of these like super classy jazz joints. It's like the nitty gritty. Like <laughs> I remember taking my um my now mother in law um to the jazz cellar with my now wife, obviously, and uh, <laughs> you know she didn't know what to expect. But we're sitting right up front. And there's a guy playing the trombone. He's literally like emptying his spit valve on her shoes. It's awesome. That's the kind of nitty gritty that you want from a jazz seller, right? Just fucking the real deal. Such a weird night. Such a weird night going to that jazz seller. You have to get there early. Get your tickets because it's going to sell out. I mean, I've muscled my way in a fair few times as a kid. But, you know, not going to do that as an adult. Going to try and do it right. So, yeah, I remember when I took my... My in-laws there, we fucking, like, I went there, a, 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 you know, a few hours earlier to get the tickets and stuff like that, and um, I was hanging by my car. Don't know why I'm thinking of this now. But I was hanging by my car, um, just having a cigarette, you know, door open in my car, whatever, um, waiting for everybody else to arrive, having a cigarette on the side of the road, and this random cat comes up to me. Not a, not a person. I know we're talking about jazz, but I'm talking about a real, legitimate feline cat started prowling around my feet. I'm like, this is a bit weird. This is a pretty friendly cat. What's going on here? And then it jumps into my car. And I didn't know what was going on. It was like making itself at home on my passenger seat. And, uh, you know, I'm just still out standing next to my car with the door open, just having a cigarette. Um, didn't know what to think. I was like, fuck, now I've got a cat. What's going on? This is a weird, weird situation. Out of the darkness, some random old dude looking pretty threatening. Had a beanie on, a bunch of tattoos. He comes out of the darkness and he's like, hey, mate, have you, have you seen a cat around here? Now I'm freaking out. So this guy's looking for a cat and it's in my car as if I'm stealing it. And I just took another drag of the cigarette. I'm like, yeah, man, dude, he's, he's in my car. What's up with this cat? Like trying to play it off. Like, a, obviously, I wasn't going to steal this guy's fucking cat. But, you know, there was a cat in my car and he gave us an awkward look. Went around, opened the passenger door. The cat went with him and like... You know, deep down, I thought I was being accused of something. Oh, whatever. Strange place. That's all I'm trying to say is that if you go to the jazz cell, a strange experiences might happen. And, and you better do it soon because, you know, half of the band is like over 90 years old and um, they know what the fuck they're doing. But, you know, there's a shot clock on that sort of stuff. They're not going to be doing it forever. So I'll be going down to the jazz cellar in a few weeks, I reckon. And uh, if you're there on that Friday night, cool. Say hi. Say hi if you recognize me. If um, if not, just enjoy the fucking show because it's awesome. Such a cool place. But um, let's get into the episode for this week, guys. My weekend was good. Hope yours was too. I realized right after doing that last episode on Friday that like I had set up this whole like synchronicity story between fucking the old jam room podcast, the one about balloon animals or whatever. I say the old one because it doesn't exist anymore. Um, but that one and um, Eric Weinstein, I think I said that right. Eric Weinstein um, talking to Rick Beato about music and stuff like that. And I realized that I didn't make the connection of synchronicity that I really wanted to, which was that Eric Weinstein actually was on that original Jam Room podcast. Not my podcast, but the one that's also called the Jam Room podcast. It's about balloon twisting. So uh, yeah, that's a, that's just a weird synchronicity. Eric Weinstein was on the balloon twisting thing. Now he's also joined in with all these music worlds and stuff like that. Super strange. It's a big wide world out there. It's super fun to be a part of. And uh, I just wanted to make that last connection because I realized I didn't. I just said two 
completely separate. There was no clean segue between them. Didn't make the connection. Some of you guys might have been home going, wait, what the fuck? Why did he just talk about this whole shit and then went on to this thing and they had absolutely nothing to do with each other? That's what it is. I'm sorry about that. That is my mistake. But uh, I think I've rectified it now, hey? I remembered to talk about it on this podcast, which is something, because I don't normally write tons of notes for these podcasts, guys. Just little beats that I want to hit and all that sort of shit along the way. The world's going into chaos, isn't it? I hope everything's fine and safe with you wherever the fuck you are. Let's just hope that you're not someone that's living on the Gaza Strip. What the fuck is going on over there, guys? I mean, I, I got I to gotta preface anything I say about this um, with the fact that I fucking know nothing about the conflicts between Palestine, Israel, fucking the Zionism and Hamas and all that sort of shit. I don't know. Don't care. It's got nothing to do with me. Not a big Jewish population here in Perth too much. So don't really know what side. I mean, it depends on who you fucking ask, who's in the wrong, who's in the right. I don't know. What I do know is that the fucking world is going through a fucking pandemic that we haven't figured out yet. Can we cool it on the war? Can people just cool it on fucking sending missiles into places until we figure out this fucking pandemic? Like, what kind of chaos do you want to add to the fucking absolute tragic state of the world at the moment? It might just be a bit too much for some people, um, including me caring about it, um, you know, all that sort of aside. But fucking come on, guys, seriously, you might have your beefs. As far as I can tell, that problem between the Palestinians and the and Israelites or whatever the fuck it is, I don't know what's going on. That conflict has been going on forever, as far as I can see. So can we just wait a year or two until everybody's vaccinated? I mean, you're fucking throwing bombs that don't even have masks on. It's crazy over there. I don't really know what's going on. I just see what I see on the news. And, you know, they, they say the, the, the Gaza Strip. And when you call something like the Gaza Strip or whatever strip, you kind of think it's like the, the cool part of town, right? The Strip or whatever. But it doesn't look like fucking anyone's getting super damaged as far as infrastructure goes because from what I see, everything that's getting bombed and fallen down and obviously it's a tragedy if you're killed or you're hurt or innocents, all that sort of stuff. Obviously, I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about just the sheer buildings themselves don't seem to be in good condition anyway, right? And I know this conflict's been going on for fucking ever. So what's going on? They just rebuild these buildings out of the rubble from the last war? Because they all look like shit. Like, I don't fucking know. Like, these buildings are, like, half-condemned shitholes anyway. Um, I mean, no, no, no offense if you've lived there or whatever, but, you know, come on. You've, ha- you've had some time to rebuild, and it's still pretty bad. These buildings would not pass many building inspections anyway, and then they're getting bombed, which kind of makes me suspicious that this whole thing might just be a big fucking insurance scam. I don't know, maybe, but the Jewish are involved, so uh, you might raise some suspicions there. You never know. Obviously, just jokes, guys. Fucking whatever's going on in the Gaza Strip, I hope it's fucking sorted out because we got the world can't focus on this shit right now. We can't focus on it. Fucking Bitcoin's tanking. Elon Musk is saying crazy shit. Fucking. Race wars are starting in America, fucking the pandemic. Like, come on, do we want to pile on a hot war as well? Come on, just let's 
go for peace until we actually have time to fight. Just you know, let's just figure it out. Even in like the the biggest wars of all time, there was always downtime to sort of figure some shit out and then do it, right? It had to make sense on both parts, but I know war is never fucking convenient. I get it. But it just is what it is. And um, who knows? We know nothing about what sides you should be on, who's righteous, who's not fucking whatever. It's, 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 it's that's fights. But let's just not get too caught up with it and try and have some fun, shall we? Try and have some fun. Hope you got to listen to some new music over the weekend, guys. Why not? What else were you doing? Reach out. Let us know. How was your weekend? Um, I checked out a, a few albums here and there. Uh, one I want to talk about today because it was one of those one of those wicked albums that just excites me because I can't fit it in, into any kind of uh, genre category. I can't pigeonhole this fucking album. And the album is called Daddy's Home by an artist called St. Vincent. And um, man... This is a great album. I really, really enjoyed this album, guys, and I highly recommend it. It's Daddy's Home by St. Vincent. And she's got an incredible voice, a great uh, sense of musicality about her. You can definitely tell there's some good, good training there. And there's like a whole bunch of, a whole bunch of, she ticks a lot of boxes for me as far as this album goes, right? I don't know how to define it as far as a genre goes. I can't come on here and tell you guys that this is this is a pop album, this is a rock album, this is this is metal or anything like that. I can't with this. I can kind of say it's like an electro popish version of like early 70s New York jazz. Right? Something like that. It doesn't make a lot of sense when you say it, but it's 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 kind of like tempting at like the big band qualities. So it kind of ties into the jazz seller stuff that we're talking about. So it, it has like the big band qualities, but instead of being done with 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 horns or or you know uh, any other big band instrument, it's done with synthesizers or, or like groovy sort of um, like Moog bass and stuff like that. Oh, whatever it is, I don't know exactly what effects are being used, but the grooves are heavy. The um, the feeling of that '70s jazz, like underground sort of speakeasy kind of cellar vibe, is kind of there, but it's also got this great sort of pop hooky part to it as well. And I know that seems like a collage of things, but that's why it's awesome. That is the charm of this album. I definitely recommend it. It is amazing. There's like real tasteful vocal harmonies uh, in there, and I'm a I'm a guy that doesn't really like backup vocals a lot of the time if they, like, cheese it up. You know what I mean? You can have a great melody and then someone just chucks in these sort of simple barbershop-style harmonies and it just makes it cheesy. And it just makes you go, ugh, don't like that. That's kind of ruined. This wasn't that. This album had, like, real tasteful, real tasteful backing vocals and... Um, the harmonies, it's kind of had that soul sort of call and responsey kind of thing, but like I said, in not a cheesy way. And that's a hard fucking line to walk across. Not across, but down. Like, you know, you don't do enough, you lose the impact of the original vocal, you do too much of the backing sort of stuff, and it gets drenched in cheese. So it's a very, very fine line between classy backing vocals and um, 
just something that you just sort of doing that little, you know, step side to side, clicking your fingers, you know what I mean? That sort of thing. And then every now and then they'll like raise their hands together, like the like the the, the simplest dance choreography in the world is applied by backing vocalists traditionally. But not in this case, it was really fucking good, guys. I yeah. I can't talk about it enough. And I'll, I'll be listening to this one even more because they're like, the, whoever's playing bass, whoever's dropping the bass lines for this album is crushing it. Absolutely crushing it. The grooves are deep. They are interesting. And fucking hell, they've got flavor just all over them. It's like someone's just opened a pack of MSG and just poured it over this guy's bass guitar and said, now let's record, right? Something like that. It's fucking cool. Check it out, guys. I can't really talk too long on this podcast for today. I'm recording this on a, a Wednesday afternoon. Um, did I just say Wednesday afternoon? It's fucking Monday afternoon. Jesus, I'm all over the shop. That's one of the reasons why I can't. Because uh, I, I don't feel like my brain's working too well right now. But um, it's not Wednesday. It's Monday afternoon. And I've got to find my way uh, into the city um, this afternoon uh, to attend a, an awards ceremony for Science in the Swan. Science on the Swan, something like that. Some big conference that's been going on here in Perth the last few days. But anyway, my beautiful wife is uh, receiving an award uh, this evening. Uh, she's got an, a Rising Star Award or something for her research. You know, she's a fucking rock star, PhD, research scientist, all that sort of stuff. I've always been insanely proud of my wife. I don't care about awards she doesn't really care about awards but it's really really good to see her peers recognizing her hard work and all that sort of stuff so congrats to my wife super proud of you as always this award didn't change anything as far as my pride in you but like oh my god super proud i don't know how else to ex to say that fucking awesome um she doesn't listen to this podcast so this is falling on deaf ears anyway but um hopefully none of her colleagues or her peers listen to this either because it could be a pretty dampening situation for her reputation whatever it's what it is guys have yourselves a great week i'm gonna give you guys new music as always uh well i'm gonna give you a jam at the end of this one why not we'll kind of mix it up with a little song and then a little jam and try and get through the old jams to to put up here because they don't exist on spotify i'd like them to and they were from a while ago um so i just sort of fucking throw a dartboard at a random episode throw a dart at it see if my brain's not fucking working i just throw a dart into a, into a random time frame and say all right what, what jams were here all right cool let's chop one of these out um so the one that i hit on for today was uh from an episode from october 2017 guys uh it's called throw a line out part two and if you want to listen to that whole episode it's on itunes it's gone everything else except for spotify um but I'm going to chuck a, uh, chop a little jam out of it. This is like maybe a nine, nine minute long little jam that came out of that. Again, Patrick was joining us this particular jam on drums. I believe I'm playing bass. Liam was on guitar. I don't know. We swapped quite a lot. I'm pretty sure that was the lineup for this one. But it is what it is. And uh, hope you enjoy it. If there's anything cool in there that you like or whatever. Um, by the way, I, I am limiting myself i'm showing you guys the jams that would never have made it into any of the songs that i've i've shown you guys like um when we when we did those uh those songs and you can hear them in the old episodes obviously they've been around um we only chose jams where it was um liam playing drums and myself on guitar so we never made any songs out of the 
reverse jams where I was playing drums and Liam was playing guitar. So too, we never made any songs out of the jams where Patrick joined us and he was playing drums and Liam and I were either playing bass or guitar, right? Um, so that's why I'll put these jams up because uh, they have absolutely no resemblance to anything that you've heard as far as those polished-ish recordings go. Um, so yeah, enjoy this one, guys. Have a great week. I'll check in with you guys maybe maybe Thursday or Friday, see how I feel this week. I always call them um, bonus episodes just because it's an extra episode. There's nothing really different about them, but it's extra. So it's a bonus. Because um, once a week is a, it's good enough right now. Good enough right now. Let's get this thing growing. Remember, you can always reach out if you like anything in the jams, if you think it can contribute anything. Like if you're a vocalist that wants to sing over something or you want to add a guitar line, you want to remix something or you want to sample something or you want to steal a lick here and there or whatever the fuck's going on, reach out, let us know. Um, my email is scott at thejamroom.com.au. You can also hit me up on Twitter and Instagram. They're both at Jam Room Podcast. I know I don't do much on Twitter and Instagram, but um, that's just what it is because it's a podcast. I'm not an Instagram famous guy uh, because I look like shit. So might as well stick it to the voice only. Got the face for podcasts. This is the Jam Room Podcast. Have yourselves a great week, guys. (laughs) 